our readings this morning bring us almost to a Good Friday moment. We have that amazing and beautiful passage of the suffering servant in Isaiah. Surely he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases, oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. It's one of the most compelling and beautiful passages that we read and reflect on as Christians looking back over time from the perspective of Christ's sacrifice for us. And then, of course, the Hebrew reading invites us to ponder, like once again, you are my son, today I have begotten you, but you are the one who will also suffer. These are beautiful readings and set us in a very different place over time in our liturgical year. And then we come to the gospel where James and John, the sons of Zebedee, ask Jesus a serious question. As I reflected on this serious question, I thought, hmm, this is very interesting. They clearly misunderstood what Jesus meant by kingdom. Context is everything. They were subject to the Roman Empire. They had in the living memory of the Hebrew people the captivity in Babylon, the Assyrians, and all of the other kinds of dominant forces throughout the, the Middle East at that time. And so they thought, even though Jesus had predicted his passion in this gospel narrative of Mark twice now, they still were thinking kingdom thoughts, kingdom in their context. And then I thought, well, James and John, they do get a bad rap for this particular passage. And it really is out of misunderstanding. And if you've ever had anything to do with four and five-year-olds, as I did yesterday watching a spectacular soccer game, is all I can say. Um, <laughs> You know, if you at school with the little preschool and kindergarten folk, want to be the line leader, right? You want to lead the group. And when you're not the line leader, well, you, you could be the doorkeeper, you know, you can hold the door. Well, James and John really seem to have that complex. They haven't quite gotten over that they wanted to be the line leaders when they got to the kingdom. But they fully misunderstood what the kingdom of God was about. And it's also a little bit fun to think about the 10 who got mad at the two who were trying to get in front of the line. Now that certainly sounds a little bit reminiscent of my experience of preschool and kindergarten. And Jesus says, you really don't know what you're asking. You really do not understand let me try and help you understand what this means. We are different. We are not as the Gentiles. We are not as the rulers of this world. We are forming a very different kind of community. One that's based on sacrifice and service and love. This is a different way of being. And we too, I think, sometimes misunderstand 
the kingdom of God. Our context is pretty rough and rugged right now. I don't know about you, but I find the headlines an absolute exercise in hanging on to hope despite the darkness, despite the conflict. This morning's New York Times, front page, big picture, January 6th. You know what that meant. The front page of the Washington Post, you can tell I only got to the front page. Someone giving, uh, intubating a COVID patient. But this is our context. And when we ask to be part of the kingdom of God, as we do by coming together, what is it we're asking for? We're really asking for God's grace to support us, to help us to hold on to that hope which Christ gave us, so that we can live in our context as a witness to another way. Christians, believers in Jesus, are called to live in a way that is different. We learn about serving one another, giving as well as receiving, receiving as well as giving, and as often offering love to those who are loveless. What is the measure of a great community? How we treat the most vulnerable. And Jesus is saying to his disciples, this is the kingdom I'm calling you to. This is the kingdom you were asking to be a part of. This is a kingdom of love. Our presiding bishop never tires of talking about love. Converted. It's wonderful. And it's clear. It's a clear message. But to be part of that kingdom, we have to make some sacrifices. We have to get up and come here on Sunday morning. That's pretty important. I believe everything begins with our worship. And then we go forward from here to live in a world that quite honestly needs us. It needs the witness that we can offer of peace and love and hope and care. And this is the season when we begin to think about our community and you know how do we make it all hang together. What, what else do we bring? We bring our resources to this so that we can be together. That's otherwise known as money. And you know, it may seem a little strange, but the kingdom of God requires all of us to pitch in whatever we can to be who we are called to be. And that is not an easy task. And so this morning, you'll hear some wonderful words of stewardship. You'll see our fabulous bell people give us a very wonderful offering this morning. All of this brings us together and helps us to ponder once again what it means to be followers of Jesus Christ. Amen. I